0: It up. I am Heather. Me by now. I, have, I think I might have I am here. i was gonna ask how many people even listen to this. <laughs> right. And that is my daughter Jade. Say hi again.
1: Oh, I didn't say hi in the first place. She's going to be using her professional voice. So we will be doing the podcast, a podcast and broadcast. A podcast Today on uh, personality tests. Okay, I'm done. I, I, I can't talk to a professional. So she took the one I knew about. I took the one that she knew about. I did not take the one that she knew about. She told me she was gonna take it while I was taking yours. You lied.
2: I just took the other one. Or I did my other month one. I told you. You
1: lied. You said, you do that one and I'll do yours.
2: I said that, but then I wanted to do my other personality or my attachment style test because I needed to update it, update it, <laughs>
1: I updated it. I need to update it too. Updated it. <laughs> so we're going over the results. Now, if you want to go take this personality test, go to yourpersonality.net. That's for the attachment styles. Yes. So
2: that's for like your attachment to relationships. Uh, the Meyer Briggs one is just 16 personalities. If you just Google that, I don't know if it's .com or Donet, but it's 16. Net.
1: Dot .net. Oh, I'm going to say, what does .net have to do with this? <laughs> That's my friend. Okay, so we're going to go over our results. And I like these. I, I've been taking a lot of personality tests lately. I wanted to see how accurate they are and if I agree with them or not. I like the Enneagram, and I guess I can go over my results. Because that'll be fun. You just get to listen to me. Enjoy. <laughs> I had to do it all my life, so. Oh, burn. Oh, okay. So these are personality traits. You got E for extraversion. Extraversion? Oh, my goodness. Come oh my on. Word. Tell me that doesn't say that. Ex- extraversion. Okay. And then agreeableness is A, conscientiousness, C, neuroticism, N, and, and openness, to experience believe it or not it's an o so we're going over these and i'm like oh okay so i'm you know when you do the test you always be the first one i'm like oh i'm a little bit higher than the average person on um uh, being an extrovert big surprise <laughs> well, i've just about died uh pretty average on agreeableness when i looked at the agree- agreeableness on my daughter she was, like, off the charts. I'm like, wow. She agrees with everybody. If you want to feel really good about yourself and you want to do something, ask my daughter. Unless I hate you, then it won't. I really. don't agreeable agreeableness this has
2: anything to do with being introverted, but, yeah. <laughs> I'm an introverted extrovert, okay?
1: Yeah. It's actually a thing, but, yeah. Uh, cons- well, okay, so just so you know, extra, okay, I swear that says extroversion. Extraversion. It does. It's ext extraversion. A tendency to experience or express energy, positive emotion, surgency. I thought that said surgery. Huh? Surgency, assertiveness, sociability, and the tendency to seek stimulation in the company of others and talkativeness. And we all know I hate talking. I'm a very quiet person. So quiet. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder really <laughs> if I'm really hearing your voice. It's
2: just a memory.
1: Oh no, she's talking again. Make it stop. I'm still here. Sometimes I can hear her voice. I'm still here. Oh, that totally reminds me. I am gonna be that person. That I don't even know where I saw this. That this cute little man in Ireland. Passed away, and it, oh. they knew he mm-hmm. was going to pass away. And so he had speakers installed in his cu- mm-hmm. in his casket, mm-hmm. and so they pushed play. Dying Wish pushed play. He's like, let me out! I'm in the box! The casket is in the ground. They have to cover it. It's been laid in six feet in the ground. Knock, 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 knock. I'm like, Oh, yes. I I'm doing this. So just be ready. I'm gonna <sighs> do it. I'm still in that idea. Then you have conscientiousness is a tendency to be organized and dependable. show self-discipline, act dutifully, aim for achievement and prefer panel, land, land. <laughs> rather than spontaneous behavior. I'm lower than average on that. Why am I not out of the box? I mean, I should be. I'm very spontaneous. You, it, That's what it
2: says. Right there. If you are more... Con- how do you say that word? conscientious, There you go. Then you prefer planned rather than spontaneous be- behavior. So you are more conscientiousness or whatever. If you want planned stuff, not spontaneous, you just said you're more spontaneous.
1: Ah! Oh, so that's why I'm lower.
2: You're lower because you're disorganized.
1: Oh, really? You're a mess. Well, then why am I as high? Ho- then I'm, I'm impressed I'm as high as I am then. Because your dad's always going, like, let's go drive to Price. Why? Because we can talk with each other in the car. It goes as far as away. Uh-huh. I know. Because what about gas? I don't care. What about gas? We needed money and have some. Something like yeah, that. i talking at home. You're so weird. Because I'm always home now neuroticism okay both jade and i are very low on this one um the tendency to experience unpleasant emotions easily such as anger anxiety depression and vulnerability neuroticism also refers to the degree of emotional stability and impulse control and is sometimes referred to by its low pole emotional stability stability that too I know. <laughs> wow, you, you're 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 like yeah, off the charts again. So Jade here is—I I mean, I'm above average, and Jade is like so far above average that they would have to make the graph keep going. An appreciation for art, emotion, adventure, unusual ideas, curiosity, and variety. V- variety of experience. Openness reflects the degree of intellectual curiosity. That voice only works if you can actually pronounce things correctly. I know, right? Creativity and a preference for novelty and variety of a person has. Boy, that was broken up. If You can string those together. Okay. It also describes as the extent to which a person is imaginative or independent, or depicts a personal preference for a variety of activities over a strict routine. Really? Hmm. How many activities do you try to put in a strict routine? Because you're always really up there.
2: You have not seen my four planners.
1: You've got four. I have a
2: fitness planner. I have a budget planner. I have a normal planner. I have... What else did I just get recently? I got a bullet journal so I can keep track of all my checklists. And I have... you
1: have a journal to put lists of your lists in? Yes. I forget things and
2: I need lists. (laughs) I need lists of lists. I would show you my planner, except I think I left it at home because I was planning at home. So it doesn't help when I don't carry it everywhere. I thought I carried it with me. And I have lots of activities with everything I do, so...
1: I'm a sticky note person. I could not. They're just everywhere. In fact, I think I have a few. Oh, yeah, around here, over there. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, nope underneath nope, my nope. salt and pepper shakers that I have in my office. I mean, everybody has salt and pepper shakers in their office. you <laughs> lose <Please> taste, okay? <laughs> so when my daughter got here, she goes, and I told her, go, hey, I took your personality test, and she goes, I bet you're an E. (laughs) We're not done with this stuff. Oh, yeah,
2: okay. Because that was. But yes, when she was like, oh, I took the 16 personality test, I was like, let me guess. Whatever you have starts with an E. It can't not start with an E. It starts with an E. I don't know. I don't remember. It starts with an E. And then
1: she checked it. Oh, it does start with an E. Yeah, go figure. We'll get into that later. Yeah, we'll get into that in a sec okay should we go from the top attachment
2: styles? is that what you want to do yeah okay i mean you have the attachment style traits attachment style states the subjective well-being the relationship functioning and the personality traits we just went through personality traits and um you take this test and you'll get an email reminder every 30 days and it tracks your stability and just well if you're stable but it tracks your attachment styles and how you feel towards people And it it's just for your information. Uh it doesn't really give you tips and tricks like oh you're feeling this way, do this. It's just so you know where you're at with other people and so you know what you're doing and how you feel. And it's it's just fun. I like it. I mean it's cool. I had a friend who's a psychologist. Well she she eh, long story. Anyways, but she recommended this and she keeps up with it and it's pretty cool. So it just depends on if you know what you're looking at. It's fun. So we're going to start with traits. I mean, we sort of already started with personality traits. but So what we're doing is attachment style traits. So you'll be shown a box. And you have five things within this box. Well, it's divided into four. This box has four little boxes. Okay, this box has four little boxes. <laughs> Dismissing, fearful, secure, and preoccupied. On a scale of one to five, on avoidance and anxiety, and that's just where people get placed. And you have five figures: You're the general public, or general figures that you don't really in contact with—mother, father, partner, and friend. So you pick people. They assign them from depending on your answers. And yeah, so I guess we can talk about ours. How what boxes do you have?
1: Okay, cool.
2: We- Cover the boxes, so you're good. You start with yours. Oh, okay.
1: So, uh, mine is interesting. So, like Jade said, you got dismiss, dismissing. You got dismissing, <laughs> dismissing, fearful, secure, and preoccupied. Um, secure is bottom left, and I've got closest to the ones on anxiety and avoidance. That, and I have everybody pretty much grouped up. In the middle, so
2: and like a two point or two point five in both avoidance and anxiety.
1: Yes, so I guess I'm pretty stable, whatever that means. I'm 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 secure. I'm happy. Whatever. And then I've got two clear at the as far to Upon avoidance as you can go. Dismissing avoidance as you can go. They'd have to create another graph to get me get any higher and. Those are my mother and my father, and that's a really long story. Long story, but they're there. They're there. There's no anxiety involved. Nope. Just
2: a... Well, with mom, there's a little bit, but bad, not any. Yeah. Just a lot of avoidance. Just a lot of avoidance. So, um, the dismissing avoidant area of the space, people who are dismissing in their relationships are also not comfortable opening up to others and depending on or having others depend on them. In addition, they are not concerned with the question of whether the other person truly cares about them. So, there's that. Now, she also had secure. People who are secure in their relationships are comfortable depending on others and having the other person depend on them. Moreover, they are relatively unconcerned about whether the other person truly cares about them. So, there are those two. And then she doesn't have any fearful or preoccupied. So, I have... So I've taken this about four times. So they've bounced all over, except for friend. Friend has been the most secure. My friend is literally as far <laughs> insecure as you can go. There's no avoidance and no anxiety. They're on the one and one. So my friend is my most secure. The general uh, is also insecure. They've bounced in and out of preoccupied insecure. Friend's never gone anywhere. Uh, I don't have a partner, but it's like... If you have a relationship or can imagine yourself in a relationship and it's like, well that doesn't help because I don't know what it would be like. There's so many variables. But I guess the ideal relationship, which I would want, always ends up, of course, insecure. Who wants an insecure relationship? (laughs) I want an
1: avoidance one,
2: (laughs) please. It sometimes bounces into preoccupied, but that's not too bad. So preoccupied is um People who are preoccupied in their relationships are worried that the other person is not or will not be available when needed. They would like to depend on the other person and have that person depend on them, but feel that such dependence is not reciprocal. So, yeah, I guess the only reason I feel that way is because I got rejected twice in one week and it was hard, but, well, it wasn't like rejection. Well, one was, no, the other what, one wasn't.
1: What I was going to say, what? what? You don't even know. I didn't tell you about any of them. You told me. Well, then you told me about one that you. Last week? No,
2: not
1: last week. Okay. Well, then
2: you don't know. Well, but I hope this isn't like a live thing. Wouldn't that would not
1: be great? No.
2: <laughs> I'm glad you edit things out. Okay. And then the other two I have, my mother and father figures are in Fearful. Uh-oh. And so the Fearful area Fearful avoidant region of the space. People who are fearfully avoidant in their relationships are uncomfortable depending on others and serving as an attachment figure. Moreover, they worry that others may not be there emotionally when they are most needed. So that is where
1: you guys lie. What? It's my daughter. It's
2: okay. You've never really left that area. Dad's bounced in and
1: out. thanks.
2: You went. Oh, no. You're not as high as you used to be. You used to be almost as far over in the five five as you could be. You were really close. You're like a f- four point six and a five. <laughs> you can watch it bounce. You ready? Okay. So let's go start and Don't do it on your phone. It's retarded. There we go. Okay. That's October. Like that. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, okay. This is. Not sure. Start- okay, this is where it starts. You're the blue triangle. Also, I guess you did move out a little bit. So this oh. is in February. Okay. Dude, hold on. We're recording stuff. Whoa! And that's June. That's August. And then this is now. So I guess you started in preoccupied. Huh. Is that Dad? Yeah, Dad's the little...
1: He's bouncing all over the place. This is February. This is June. I wonder if they'd bounce around like this if you did it every month.
2: This is August. It'd probably be more just of an incline. Maybe. Slowly. Not bouncing. Hey, friend went beep-beep. Yep, because friends are secure. In October. So, today. Then, yeah. And then, again. Ideal relationship bounces in and out. Right. And then the general public went from preoccupied... To preoccupied. To secure.
1: Wow, they're clear over there. Yeah, they were...
2: And then... Whoa, look at it, travel. Right? Amazing what February, what a few months can do. Actually, that was just
1: June to August. Wow. Well, yeah. That wasn't too bad.
2: So do People you do having, like interest. around
1: like the 15th of every month or something like
2: that? Uh, Whenever I remember, but it sends you every 30 days it sends you a thing. Oh, okay. An email. It's like, hey, you should do your thing. Now I forget.
1: Wow. Okay. So...
2: Then you have your state's and so the states are security, anxiety, and avoidance. Security, when you're in a secure state, you feel that others are available and responsive to you. Anxiety, when you're in a state of attachment, anxiety, you feel that others may not be as attentive or to or invested in you as you would like. And avoidance, when you're in a state of avoidance, you may feel uncomfortable opening up to and depending on others. So for me, my security is, bel- and it, it shows you and it shows others, like, people who take these tests, they just gather, like, the medium or average, yeah, thank you, that was the word, yeah, the average, and put it in. So I'm below average, barely, insecurity. but I guess I'm pretty secure as far as that goes. Um, anxiety, I have a lot of anxiety, and it's not anxiety as in, like, I feel anxious, because I'm just like, that doesn't make sense but it's anxiety of what I just said. You feel that others may not be as attentive to or invested in you as you would like. So come on people, pay attention to me. (laughs) And then avoidance, I'm above average as well. I avoid people. uh, When you're saying avoidance to me, feel uncomfortable opening up to and depending on others. I don't think it's opening up that I have a problem with. I open up to everyone. I know people for like an hour and they probably know half my life. It's not that, it's depending. I do not like depending on others. In any way, shape, or form. At all. You cannot make me depend on you. You cannot. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even buy me lunch without me being like, mm, What do you want? Pretty much. No. Does not happen. <laughs> I'm like the greasiest person. <laughs> I don't know oh what jeans you decided to give me, but, like, I could fill a fryer... McDonald's with all this grease.
1: <laughs> Sick. I yeah. know! Thank you, boss. Tell me about
2: it. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I mean, I don't know if you saw beforehand, but my forehead was shiny. Actually, I didn't notice.
1: It's still shiny. Well, you would have at some point. Uh uh-uh, uh, not until you. Oh, throw it at me. you rude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I have no idea if it's even doing it. Yep, yep. it is. <laughs> Apparently so. Yes. So I was like, she was looking at me and going, so I was like, and she was like, uh, and I'm like,
1: Oh,
2: <laughs> oh not I'm that I'm not a pedophile, gross. I, I
1: totally, What now uh, you make faces that I should make a picture of. That was a good thing.
2: Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. So then what's after stats? Okay, so...
2: You mean states? States. But whatever. Subjective well-being. It just... There's questions that ask how happy you are, and and along the way, there's other questions that kind of build up to this. And it's on a scale from one to five. And then on the other side, there's just a scale of, like, how many people feel this way, kind of. And it's into the thousands to ten thousands. Hundred thousands! So, uh... My subjective well-being, it, uh, da,
1: da, 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 da. oh, wait, was this?
2: never mind, I guess I was a 3.4, I could have sworn I said 3.5, so, oh, wait, hold on, did I click the right one, subjective well-being, no, yeah, we're both 3.4s, the average person is 2.96, so we are higher than the average person. Hey, we're happy. As we're happy as we can be in this moment, yes. Yes. Okay, she can, if she wants to go over the relationship functioning.
1: She has a relationship to talk about. So <laughs> Yes, it brought you into this world, actually. I know. <laughs> How creepy. So we've got commitment, satisfaction, quality of alternatives, and investments. So I'm a little bit higher than the average on commitment. The intent to persist in a relationship, a long-term orientation toward the relationship, or a sense of attachment to the relationship partner. We've been married for 26 years. And uh, I told my husband, Jade's father, who only had the one, (laughs) she's playing with her hair, sorry. And uh, I said, we will never get divorced. I will never do five years, first five years over again, ever. So we can never get divorced. The first five years were horrible horrible God, she's dictating the relationship oh you betcha okay satisfaction i'm well above the average and satisfaction and that's the extent to which overall a person has positive or negative feelings about the relationship i guess i'm a, more positive because it's almost a fight well it is a five i mean these are probably not i mean they're for obviously any relationship
2: but they have to include things for if you had just started a relationship so it's not just like obviously hers scores are gonna be pretty darn good because they've been married for so long and have a decent relationship Mm -hmm. but if like you've been dating a dude for two months it's gonna be different (laughs) and
1: it might actually help more It, it might it might Quality of alternatives, the perceived desirability of the best available alternative to the relationship. So there was a question in there that basically in a nutshell said, if your relationship ended tomorrow, um, you had to pick either true or false type thing. And it would say everything would be horrible and awful and I wouldn't be able to live and I wouldn't have any friends or family. And the other one and, and the other one was if my relationship ended tomorrow, I know there's other people out there, I'll be fine. Well, what one did you pick? If it should end tomorrow, there are other people out there, I'll be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well that's a nice way to think of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, <lying>. <laughs> No, never leave me. And then investments. So alternatives, I'm exactly right there with um, the average. I'm a little bit higher in investment, the magnitude of importance of the resource that are attached to a relationship. And thankfully, it gives an example. If one has invested a lot of time or money into building a relationship, it might be more difficult to end that relationship. I think 26 years of investment would be kind of hard, you know? Yeah. If you And then it says, note, if you are not currently involved in relationship, the plotted scores will either be zero or missing from the graph. That would be mine. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's all. them already went over
2: the other one. Okay, so now then... Now it's the Meyer Briggs test. Yes. You... Nope. Just Google your... There you go. There, you... That's yours. That's me. Go up. So she is in enfp ENFPA, not T, she's a sort of,
1: I'm A, so I am a campaigner, Jay, do you know what all 16 personality types are? <laughs> no, but I, but I am a campaigner personality, again, that's ENFP-A, okay, so it says, it doesn't interest me what you do for a living. I want to know what you ache for. And if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing, it doesn't interest me how old you are. I want to know if you will risk looking like a fool for love, for your dreams, for the adventure of being alive. Yeah, and Oprah said that so. Isn't that what that says? Oh, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't quote that. I was like, from here, I'm like, oh, P-A-H. There's probably an R in there somewhere. Oprah. Nope. Nope. Raya the Mountain dreamer. dreamer. Whoever that is. Okay, cool. Take the personality test. It gives you a whole bunch of in-depth. It gives you your introduction, and it gives you, like, your weaknesses, and who... all. It gives you a lot to go off of. They have a lot. But mm-hmm. it tells you a lot of... Like, it gives you people who are like you like what people famous people you know or should know that are that have the same personality types i think mine are better than my mom's but
1: we'll let you guys decide
2: pretty sure mine are better
1: well i guess it maybe not
2: overall but compared to my mom
1: <laughs> oh Ow. okay so i am a campaigner what are you
2: i'm a mediator a mediator.
1: And you can take
2: this test as many times as you want, especially if you don't feel like it's correct. I have taken it. I don't take it like one time after another. So I know exactly what my answers are. But I've taken this test so many times within the past few years. And I've, I've gone through a lot of life changes. And I'm like, I'm going to get something different. I changed my is different. I always get the same. I am always a mediator. So I mean, not saying that's going to be everyone. Maybe. <laughs> but just and then here, so the difference between A and T, because every single one has an A, um, there's assertive, uh, so I'll use mine. So there's an assertive mediator or a turbulent mediator, and I'm a turbulent mediator. And the difference is, for me, is in too much or too little. A lot, There's a lot more turbulent mediators than there are assertive, which mediators aren't necessarily assertive in the first place, so mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense. But... Yeah, it gives you a lot to go off of. If I read that thing, would be here for another, like, hour. We'll just go into some of the fun parts. So, she'll read you her introduction from J.R.R. Tolkien. All that is gold does not glitter. Not all those who wander are lost. The old that is strong does not wither. Deep roots are not reached by the frost. Aww.
1: Okay, so read your introduction.
2: Hoo-dang. Okay. And, I, and it has pictures of Frodo, because Frodo is one of my people. One of my peeps. I told you, it's so much better. (laughs) Okay, introduction. Mediator personalities are true idealists, always looking for the hint of good and even the worst of people and events, searching for ways to make things better. While they may be perceived as calm, reserved, or even shy, mediators have an inner flame and passion that can truly shine. Comprising just 4% of the population, the risk of feeling misunderstood is unfortunately high for the mediator personality type. But when they find like minded people to spend their time with, the harmony they feel will be a fountain of joy and inspiration. Being a part of the diplomat role, this might be the same. Oh, no, nope, no, nope, this won't be the same for you. Diplomat role group, mediators are guided by their principles rather than by logic, analysts, excitement, explorers, or practicality, centennials. When deciding how to move forward, they will look to honor, beauty, morality, and virtue. Mediators are led by the purity of their intent, not rewards and punishments. People who share the mediator personality type are proud of this quality, and rightly so, but not everyone understands the drive behind these feelings, and it can lead to isolation. That's fine.
1: So mine is the campaigner, and it says the campaigner personality is a true free spirit. They are often the life of the party, but unlike types in the explorer role, uh, role group, campaigners are less interested in the sheer excitement and pleasure of the moment than they are in enjoying the social and emotional connections they make with others charming independent energetic and compassionate the seven percent of the population that they comprise can certainly be felt in any crowd
2: yeah mine just had a little extra there i mean they're all different they all like her next thing says you can change the world with just an idea and mine is we know what we are but know not what we may be so Mm -hmm. they have a bunch of different ones to go through go yeah read that
1: bubble this one right here yeah campaigners are fiercely independent and much more than stability and security they crave creativity and freedom
2: and my little bubble says mediators have a talent for self-expression revealing their beauty and their secrets through metaphors and fictional characters oh my gosh i do that so much you have no idea
1: what was that one um you had to come up with a blueberry waffle or pancake or something what are you talking about? In high school, they they gave you a subject and you had to write a story.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh I remember it's on my laptop. Um I took a creative writing class. I took a lot of English classes, go English classes and go figure I'm going into school for English. But yeah. right, I know. And they would give you daily prompts. Every time I had this class, every other day, you'd get a prompt. And the prompt was always, of course, different, and we you all know prompts are. But one was something about I, I, but it was something about like yeah, like oh, oh, I remember it was choosing between a chocolate chip waffle and a blueberry like pancake or something. Like who knew choosing between a blueberry pancake and a chocolate chip waffle would start like or the, be the end of the world or something like that. And so we had to do a prompt on that, and I ended up doing one and kind of just taking it. I did like two pages on that prompt because we only got like maybe 10 minutes to 10 to 15 minutes at the beginning of class to work on that prompt. And we could share if we wanted to or not. And then there was just an author, uh, like not anyone famous or anything, but just an author, a writer who actually came over to talk to my brother. But then I sort of barged in and was like, hey, read this. And she liked it. So oh, it's pretty interesting. It'd definitely be like a young adult novel, which is not what I'm interested in right now. But I still have them. But so, I mean, I've been told to do stuff. I'm going to do Remo next month, hopefully, if I can get my ideas
1: straight. You only have a list for list books and a bullet book to put your list of your lists in. You might need another list book. So that's called a journal. And I have one of those as well. <laughs> so you journals. write in
2: journals. Journals aren't lists. Oh, I do have a journal, though. So, yeah, I have my list. I literally have on the side of my bed. I have like five planners and uh, two journals and stuff, so I can keep track of everything. But the problem with that is it takes time to write everything down. So I have to find time to figure out my time to do my stuff. And let me tell you how difficult that is, because it's freaking difficult. And I created a routine, and if I and I stuck to it, and then I got sick, and then I just fell away. But if, when I was sticking to the routine, everything was well. I don't like apps. I do better physically. I mean, I need the, sometimes I need the reminders on my phone, but I've tried to keep planner stuff on calendars, on, I've tried digital journal apps. I've tried stuff like that. It just, I don't keep up with it. But when I physically write it down and do stuff, I do better. But again, the time. That's why this next week where I don't work at all, I'm going to figure everything out and it's going to be amazing.
1: Keeping up with it. Who knows? You remind me, you, you've heard me talk about my favorite podcast, Gummy Mummies. Yeah. Well, the, um, there's the two people, one is very organized and has a list. And in fact, when she was pregnant with her second son, she got a label maker and bins. That's and totally me. Labeled everything. Helen, who for some reason I identify with Helen. You're more Ellie. I'm Helen. And she's just a chaotic fun mess. As much as I
2: want to do label makers for everything, because I've almost been tempted to buy a label maker. I might steal yours just so I can label everything and then bring them back. But I have poor time management. I have all the will and want to be organized. I have, like, desire, just everything to be a super organized, amazing person. But time management is not my strong suit, and I get distracted very easily, and, yeah, it does not work. Ooh,
1: you inherited my squirrel! Shiny!
2: Unfortunately.
1: Well, but, so they, now, if we do, like, the Enneagram... It kind of is the same, except instead of having, like, campaigners and all of the other 15 other ones that I can't remember, it does it on numbers. There's numbers one through nine, and there were two that I really, really liked. I liked the one through – it's R-H-E-T-I, and then there was this one that I – in fact, you could do the one – while I'm talking about mine, it's about pictures. They literally, you pick, they show you a set of three, they call them cards, and you pick the one you feel like is most you, is number one, the one, then the second one like you, and then the third one. So you just number them, and I'm all, oh. So the the one is like 10 minutes of questions, and questions, and questions. The other one's just picture cards. I'm all, Mm -hmm. oh, and then you order them. And I'm very close. Both of them put me as a seven, which is the enthusiast, as my top score. And actually, with the Reti, that one actually, I tied 24 on enthusiast and two with helper, and then nine peacemaker came in third. The pitcher one, I got seven, the enthusiast, then eight which is the challenger, and then to the helper. Just um, an overview, I'm gonna read seven real quick. This is worldview of type seven. You are an upbeat, spontaneous, and energetic person that strives for stimulation by focusing on what is new, novel, and exciting. You are eternally optimistic about life's possibilities. Your creative problem-solving skills can make you a grand visionary breakthrough inventor and inspiring leader let's see what you are great at being optimist being optimistic in difficult situations looking on the bright side and seeing the best in people being adventurous enthusiastic and fun seeking and then i just go on go on go on go on but i kind i like the core fear here your core fear is of feeling emotional pain when deprived trapped limited criticized or when you miss out in a world full of abundance and exciting possibilities. Being disappointed or being disappointing to others can trigger their crushing experience of being trapped in emotional pain without end and may cause you to prematurely exit situations before gaining the lessons and wisdom that emotional distress can offer. Yes, absolutely. So I think With every personality test I've ever taken, it's kind of like the same thing. Well, that's because you're answering you, and they're pretty much all going to be the same thing. Yeah. I I thought that was really, I'm like, oh, well, okay, so I'm a free spirit and optimist, enthusiastic. I want you to know that my children call that embarrassing. You just call it weird. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) Who wants anyone
2: optimistic around them? So off-putting.
1: You're gone. I just bounce around you literally 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 bounce around her. it's fun Just jump, buddy just jump and then you dance who needs music just do it in your head just and you curl your hair with those curler thingies oh my gosh this is (sighs) mister this is why I only visit once a month (laughs) yeah I go down and visit you once a month still right and we were in a restaurant and I behaved myself very well thank you very much Right.
2: her standard of very well yes i'm pretty sure the people sitting next to us were like what is happening over there
1: i didn't even bounce around i yeah. behaved.
2: i behaved the- sort of yes okay the mediators we're going on to the popular people because i like them <laughs> so my popular people are better than her popular people still holding to that because i'm a nerd And so, the people who are also INFPs, and I like this part about this too, they do let you know who could, I've already mentioned this, popular people or famous people who also have the same personality type. So, I'm alike to J.R.R. Tolkien, William Shakespeare, Alicia Keys, oh my gosh, phone stop, Tom Hiddleston, Julia Roberts, don't know that one, Johnny Depp, Frodo Baggins, Arwen, sorry I skipped over one I didn't know, Anne from Anne of Green Gables, Sybil Branson from Downton Abbey, Lance Sweets from Bones, and I can't pronounce this name so we're skipping this guy too, but I mean J.R. Tolkien, Arwen, Tom Hiddleston, Johnny Depp, Frodo Baggins, (sighs) William Shakespeare, I mean that's my kind of people. You ready for my kind of people? The only good one she has is Robert Downey Jr. But and Robin Williams. I will not say
1: that. Thank no you. it's Robin Williams. Yes. Well, those are them. Uh-huh. Quentin Tarantino Director. Kim Nam RM. I, I, sorry, it's a K-pop band. Kim oh, Okay, I'm assuming. Oh. Uh-huh. Russell Brand, Kelly Clarkson, Will Smith, oh, will pretty good. Meg Ryan. I love Meg Ryan. Michael Scott, Spider Man. Come on, Spider Man. Phil Dunphy from Modern Family. Mm -hmm. Piper Chapman from Orange is the New Black. Hoban Washburn from Firefly. And PETA Mellark from The Hunger Games. Jennifer Keller, Stargate Atlantis. Carrie Bradshaw, Sex in the the City. city.
2: And (laughs) Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka,
1: yes. I've got a new Okay, one, admittedly, but.
2: she does have some pretty good ones, but mine are nerdier, therefore they are better. And I like my people better. Although, sh- I do like so.
1: Meg Ryan.
2: But, Tom Hiddleston, people. Tom Hiddleston.
1: Willy Wonka.
2: I am the reason chocolate's on this earth. <laughs> Did you just compare Willy Wonka to Tom Hiddleston?
1: <laughs> Out of all your people, <laughs> you chose Willy Wonka. <laughs> yes. To compare to Tom Hiddleston. Okay, Spider Man. Spider Man. Loki. Loki. Iron Man. Frodo Baggins and Arwen. <laughs> and Loki. What? Loki's amazing. He's getting his
2: own TV show, so there. Um, so, hello, I got
1: Will Smith.
2: Independence Day. Hello. Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean.
1: Sorry, Prince of the Caribbean. Who? Johnny Depp. Oh, you have Johnny Depp? I named him like three times, oh. yes. Kelly Clarkson. Singer. He's also a singer. Ugh. For Kelly Clarkson.
2: More rude. Anyways, and then it goes on to, sh- you can check your strengths and weakness- weaknesses. Um, like my strengths, uh, meteor strengths, I'm not going to go into all the depth of them, but I'm idealistic, seek and value harmony, open-minded and flexible, very creative, passionate and energetic, dedicated and hardworking. Um, but my weaknesses are too idealistic, too altruistic, impractical. Dislike dealing with data, kind of very true. Fun story, I can't keep my finances together to save my life because budgeting is not my thing and doing stuff like that is just, nope. And I have a friend who I love very dearly so much. Oh, I love her. And she's like, we like, I'm taking a finance class and she's in it because she just wanted to try it out even though she's going to school for accounting. And she came over to my house last week, Monday, and she came over to talk to me and she she's also good at baking she brought me some brownies it was great and then i we got on the subject of how i hadn't created a budget yet she's like oh let's go over your finances and she got really excited And i was like this is weird sure (laughs) she enjoyed every second of going over to my finances and figuring out where my money was going she took those papers home and then the very next day she sent me a bunch of graphs and charts about how my money was going she set up a budget for me. She put all these numbers, in. The, that—that's her happy time—is all these budgets, all these numbers, making everything. And I went over to her house on Wednesday because I'm like, you have to explain this stuff to me. And so she explained it to me. We created like a more in-depth budget for me, including savings and like savings over time. And it's just really—I can show you. I have it on. She sent it to me over Google, and
1: all this stuff. And it's amazing. Can I pay her to come here, please. She did it for free for me. And I live in DeWilla, not near her. She, I will pay. I drive <laughs> her with dinner. I well, do, I, I, she, is, I need. I, I need. I need this person in my life. She. Uh, I know where you got your skills for budgeting,
2: but. What I did was, uh, but then we had something going on last Friday where I did her makeup and I do art. I like art and I like makeup because I think it's fun. So I got super excited and super giddy and I was like, "Ah, this is so much fun and I'm doing her makeup and it's great and she loved it. But actually I was doing it and getting all excited. She's like, seeing you like this, this is exactly How I felt when I did your budget. And I just stopped and I was like, you are crazy. This is actual fun. That's disgusting. And she thought it was hilarious. And she was laughing. But she, yeah. So, dislike dealing with data. is Very true. Take things personally. I do. I have a hard time having things roll off my back. It depends on the subject. I'm doing better at that. But that's definitely one of them. Difficult to get to know. So, that can actually... I mean, it's not always, it depends on the person. If you're, I very much am a mirror when it comes to people. If you're really bubbly in personality, you have a really bubbly personality around me or very happy and just start talking, even if it's a few sentences, boom, I am very bubbly and I'm always talkative around you. If you're very quiet around me, you can't get a word out of me. I mean, you might say hi and I'll be like, hey. And it also depends on the situation. Like today there was a girl that came in at work and she was very shy, and I could tell that, you know, she knew what she was doing. She just needed a boost. So I just started being bubbly and funky, and she
1: started being bubbly, funky back. So it just, it depends. New but comfort zone. When you are in the center of your comfort zone, where you know what you're doing, and you will go zone or a mirror. Like, if, yeah. I would,
2: if I'm at a party, and I hate parties. I despise parties. You cannot get me to go to a party. You have to drag me by my teeth. Like, it is bad. Yeah, Yeah. She's done it. Yeah. Yeah. I do not like parties of any sort unless it's like a movie party. Then you can just like movie party free food. Hey, I'm there in two seconds. And anyways, just party parties. I don't like them. And it's draining. I like to be social. I cannot be by myself for more than three hours or I will go insane. But I don't want to go full force partying consistently. That is not I want. I don't even it can be a big group of people. That's not my problem. I can go to things with big groups of people and be fine as long as I know a few people or as long as I can, it's something I like doing so I can be passionate about it with others. That's fine. But
1: parties just, anyways, yeah, I don't remember where I was going with that point. But that's how she feels about party people. If you want her to go to a party, you have to kidnap her and take her. Exactly. Or you say, hey, we're going out to eat at this really cool new restaurant. I want to take you to it. And then she realizes you are nowhere near the vicinity of a restaurant, and you're going to somebody's house. And her alternative is to starve in the car or to come inside. And then she'll still think about it. Yes. You know you are. Overthinking is also a problem. Um, the next one, oh wait, mom is reading strengths and stuff. Ah, oh, okay. So the campaigner strengths, I've got curious, then observant, energetic, and enthusiastic. Excellent communicators, which is very interesting because my last job told me I was horrible at communicating.
2: I feel like she also was pretty bad, but, you know, maybe that's just, like, something she can work on. Maybe she can be an excellent communicator, but <laughs> she's, she's doing better.
1: Um, I know how to relax. I don't know if that's true. I'm very popular and friendly. So, my weaknesses, poor practical skills. So maybe that's where that is. It must be hereditary. Sorry, babe. Thanks. Find it difficult to focus. Oh, yes. My squirrely, shiny moments. Mm-hmm. Overthinking things. Yeah, I'm partial to this, too. Which, mm-hmm. I wonder if this, some of these do
2: apply to me. The only difference between me and you, the only difference is that I'm introverted and you're extroverted. So, I'm sure anything that I had probably applied to you, mm-hmm. but they probably weren't your main ones. Whereas these are my main ones because of the introvert, extrovert. Right. But the rest are the same because I'm like, I overthink everything. I've been an overwhelmed mess. I have a new phrase. I don't know if you've seen it. I created a picture. A lot of my friends posted on Facebook. A lot of my friends are using this as their background now. It's hilarious. But, I, I mean, I found this phrase somewhere. I love <laughs> it. But I added on to it. So, my phrase is depressed, stress, lemon zest, overwhelmed mess. Because that is, instead of lemon, uh, easy peasy lemon squeezy, pressed, dressed, lemon zest. And then I added overwhelm mess. I have that too. Highly emotional. I have that too. I have all these. You're independent to a fault? No, I don't have that one. You don't have that one? Maybe I do. I mean, I'm independent, but not necessarily to a fault.
1: This one is so me at work. When I'm at work, campaigners loathe being micromanaged and restrained by heavy handed rules. They want to be seen as highly independent masters of their own fates, even processors of an altruistic wisdom that goes beyond draconic law. The challenge for campaigners is that they live in a world of checks and balances, appeal they are not happy to swallow. Which is me. I like rules and regulations, but I don't like
2: being constrained. Bubble says, mediators share a sincere belief in the idea of relationships. That two people can come together and make each other better and happier than they were alone. And they will take great efforts to show support and affection in order to make this ideal a reality. Very much true.
1: Read yours. Okay, so mine, um, my romantic relationships, my bubble's actually first. And it says, campaigners have the advantage of irresistible charm when it comes to attracting a partner. Campaigners' warmth, excitement, and passion are simply alluring.
2: Um, wow, wish I had that alluring abilities because I've been single for years. And it says, You cannot Boys, hit me up, just kidding. You like cannot, you cannot live room. without a this.
1: fire. Long distance relationships are quite common among campaigners. Uh, so, you think you know the real me? Campaigners go all in with the relationships, and if they fall apart despite their efforts. It can end up plagued with questions about why the relationship failed and what they could have done differently. Oh my, weird. Yeah, I. after a trial like this, campaigners may be reluctant to open up and commit, and it can take years for a partner to navigate their bewildering depths and intensity, falsely believing that campaigners' enthusiasm and apparent openness means that they wear everything on their sleeves. The reality is campaigner's spontaneity the seeming inconsistencies in erraticism and untrained ICs, okay, isn't a product of flightlessness or lack of depth, but just the opposite. It is a drive to express ideas about a mystical, all encompassing energy. Wow, you're reading the whole thing. Yes, because I don't even know if I understand that. Well, your dad better not break up with me. That's all I can say. Dine. So, um, the next one's friendships,
2: or, yep, friends. Mm-hmm. So, mine, I'm going to read a paragraph from it real quick, because I don't really have any snippets to read. But it says, the true friends of people with the mediator personality type tend to be few and far between. Which is really funny, because same with my Chinese zodiac, says the same thing. But those that make the cut are often friends for life. Same thing. The challenge is the many dualities that this type harbors when it comes to being sociable. Medi- mediators crave the depth of mutual human understanding, but tire easily in social situations. They are excellent at reading into others' feelings and motivations, but are often unwilling to provide others the same insight into themselves. It is as though mediators like the idea of human contact, but not the reality of social contact. Which I I agree. I have this little part that says, even as friendships grow stronger and deeper and friends are lulled into a sense of mutual understanding, shush, mediators' enigmatic qualities will never truly vanish. There
1: you go. Okay, so for me on friendships, um, my little thing here, it says friendships as friends, campaigners are cheerful and supportive, always sharing and developing ideas and staying open minded, taking in each other's thoughts and feelings. This warmth and sin- sincerity makes people with the campaigner personality type masters of drawing people out of their shells. And as a result, they tend to have a huge circle of friends. Okay, never mind. She needs close <laughs> friends,
2: y'all. <laughs> this is ridiculous I join a D&D d group D&D. <laughs> you make great friends with the D&D group I'm getting a free professional hair coloring because I'm in a and d group you go girl I uh, know. okay she can't play D&D now <laughs> but she can give me the D&D dice
1: goodness so you got over your fear of role playing
2: sort of they're enforcing me Okay, continuing, the okay. next one is parenthood. I don't have kids, but I work with a crap ton of children for the past like three years. Not that that actually counts, but I have learned a lot between classes, between working with kids, watching other people parent their kids, and from my own parents, whether negative or positive. Know exactly how I want to raise my children. My husband has no say. <laughs> Just <kidding. laughs> Things will have to change. But as of right now, I know how I want to raise my kids. Which, uh, again, that'll be fun. But one thing that it mentions is something that I'm also very passionate about. And it says, Mediators never stop encouraging their children to learn and grow. And they consider it their duty to inspire and motivate them. Both by using their sensitivity and intuition to speak in their children's language and by leading the way themselves. I'm very that... Teacher at my work, that it's fall. The leaves have fallen. Some people, some of the teachers hand the kids the rake and say, "Rake it up." Others rake it for them. I rake all the leaves up, let them play in it, and then I get in it and I play with them. I am all about the playing with the kids, doing stuff. I'm very childlike. I'm not childish. That is, that's an, that's the thing about. INFPs as well. There's videos for these things as well. They're really cool to look into. Um, One I saw, because there's a difference between being childish and being childlike, and I'm very childlike. you have a little bubble? I read a bubble.
1: Yes. Campaigners will embrace and encourage productive interests as they arise. Sweeping away dolls and dinosaurs when interests shift to the ocean, and sweeping away the fish when tastes change again to the stars. And as you were reading, um, It came, I was reading this and it said campaigner, while they often enough recognize the value of structure and predictability, campaigner parents are unlikely to have the heart, or as they see it, the lack of heart, to establish limitations. This may need to depend on the partner to provide some necessary guidelines and discipline from time to time. How true is that, that your dad always set down the law? And I'm with you kids going, why not? Why can't we? Uh-huh, please? That's why we never ask dad for anything. We always go to mom. Hey mom, let's do this. She'd be like, okay, cool.
2: Or, well, maybe we should ask dad. No, 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 let's not. Let's not ask dad. Let's do
1: it. Exactly.
2: So on the side here, the next ones right they have after parenthood are career paths, workplace habits, and conclusions. So <laughs> Workplace habits. What? i yeah, would workplace hobbits. Hobbits. Yes. That would be mine. Yes. You know, Frodo is the sole image of mine. Who's your sole image? It's probably Robert Downey Jr., isn't it? I don't know. I'm paying attention to what your image looks like. But mine is always Frodo. Like, in everything. Everything has a Frodo in it. Or just the mediator thing. So, the conclusion. So, in conclusion to mine, it says, A few personality types are as poet... A uh, few personality types are as poetic and kind-hearted as mediators. Their altruism and vivid imagination allow mediators to overcome many challenging obstacles, more often than not brightening the lives of those around them. Mediators' creativity is invaluable in many areas, including their own personal growth. Yet mediators can be easily tripped up in areas where idealism and altruism are more of a liability than an asset. Such a struggle. Whether it is finding or keeping a partner, such a struggle, <laughs> making friends, oh. reaching dazzling heights on the career ladder, oh, or planning for the future, help me! Mediators <laughs> need to put in a conscious effort to develop their weaker traits and additional skills. They're different for everyone because it's what you need. And uh, part of it did mention, it's like, maybe you read this and thought, this is creepy accurate and this is crazy or how am I so much or like this is a trick and it's it's not it's and and they're not the questions there's a lot of questions there's a lot of like yes no disagree I agree mostly disagree and mostly agree in between definitely trying to avoid the in between ones like always a rule I mean because they can't really sort you that well if that's where you're putting it but she answered it not truthfully you have to answer it really truthfully I think she did it for show like, what she wanted to be, which is great. If you want to, like, take it as if this is the person I want to be, then you can know what to work towards. That's cool, but even if you, and if you don't want to show anyone your results for some weird reason, they're all pretty cool, but if you're like, oh, that's not me at all, but you answer truthfully, it probably is you, and you just, you have to work towards things. It is a total mindset change. It's very difficult. Most people just Figure out what they are and work
1: with it. But you can change your mindset. It is hard. So mine says a few personality types are as creative and uh, charismatic as campaigners. Known for their idealism and enthusiasm, campaigners are good at dealing with unexpected challenges and brightening the lives of those around them. Campaigners' imagination is invaluable in many areas, including their own personal growth. When I was reading parts of the Enneagram where it says seven, it says the same thing. And I totally agree. We can come up with a plan and we can create it, follow through. (laughs) It's like, we we can go, let's do this. And this is how we'll do it. And this is how it goes. And we can go off and we can start it. And then we don't exactly plan on how to continue it, keeping it going. That's another thing, but I'm also, I'm not big on self-help books. I
2: mean, I am and I'm not, it depends. Like, a lot of the things I'm reading are kind of self-help books. They're not necessarily fantasy books. They, they, they probably do classify or self-help, to be honest. But it, it depends on the self-help book for me to really like it. and But it's also a lot of, like, figuring out who... Well, what were you saying before this? Because... You, oh, sticking to a plan. and Yeah, okay. yeah. So it's also, like, because to tie things in and now I'm not my brain is just dying right now it's been a long day oh no the swiss cheese yep it's falling It's falling apart but I can't really keep to a plan either I've been trying to stick to this routine but my problem has always been I either go big or I go home and I normally go home I enjoy going home. Going home is where my bed is and all my fun stuff. So you know what? That's fine by me. But then when I'm home and doing whatever I want, I'm like, if I had kept up this routine, if I had kept up doing this, if I had actually persevered through it, I could have been a better person than what I am right now. So then I guilt trip myself into being like, let's get back out there. And I've been doing it enough times. It's a mindset change that I've been working on in the past like year that I'm slowly getting places. It's been
1: fun, but... Hey, wait a minute. Before you go, I was reading the second paragraph. Uh Uh-oh. Remember how you said that a lot of things, they're the same but different. They're viewed differently, even though they're the same because you're an introvert i'm an extrovert yeah right okay i guess campaigners can be easily tripped up in areas where idealism and kindness are more of a liability than an asset whether it's finding or keeping a partner staying calm under pressure reaching dazzling heights on the career ladder or making difficult decisions campaigners need to put in a conscientious effort to develop their weaker traits and additional skills. I'm pretty sure they have some of the same paragraphs
2: for other yeah. ones as well. And just fill in what actually works but for I you. I that was very intuitive
1: but of you. I, hopefully I use that word in the right way. I, if not, I just made one up. That you, you're like, oh, well, I've got that too and I've got that. But you're an extrovert. I'm an introvert. So even though we have the same words, our brains process
0: them differently.
1: Well, I guess it's not necessarily they process them differently. Just some things are more
2: of a concern to you, more of your weakness than they are mine. Right. Granted, most of the weaknesses you had are probably very much mine, but (laughs) I do agree with the one I have. So, and it's not that if you're an INFP, you can't have traits of something else
1: or anything else. You can
2: totally have other traits. It's just that these ones are mostly you and what you can work on and and what works for you. So. Right.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. See, you can be a bunch of different things.
1: These are just mostly you.
2: Exactly. And you can take all the personality tests you want, but you know yourself the best, even if you feel like you don't, because I know there are times where I feel like I don't know myself. I also rely on everyone's opinions a lot. I'm trying to get out of that habit. But I seriously am the worst at decision-making, and I ask everyone, and I overthink. So I ask them 500 questions, and they're like, Jade just yes or no pick it and I'm like oh no what if it's wrong like as (laughs) I'm trying to befriend a bunch of crows at work so that is fun just throw them that's exactly what you do yeah and it was going really good until you know I actually had to work and not befriend the crows so the crows speak to you Oh, they don't need to speak to me they just need to bring me shiny things they do that if you befriend crows they bring you shiny stuff you can also train them to bring you money
1: well, how do you train a crow to bring you money?
2: You just keep befriending them, and then the one time they bring you money, if it ever happens, you give them more or the best of whatever you give them, and then they're like, if I want that snack, I get her this thing,
1: and then they bring you money. of that little girl with the crow, huh?
2: Well, there was her, but she didn't get money. She got shiny stuff. But there is literally someone who did accidentally train them to get money. They gave, brought her 20, and she was like, Hey, you like this food? Here, take it. (laughs) Thanks for bringing me a 20. And then they started bringing her more, and she was like, Well, what do I do right now? I'm feeling kind of bad that they're maybe taking
1: people's money? I don't know. (laughs) Pickpocket crows. Exactly, they are pickpocket crows. Okay, I need to find some crows. I'm not in the country-ish. Crows. Yeah, and I live
2: in the city-ish, and I have, like, a flock of crows. Are they in the trees? No, they're in the cars. What kind of... (laughs) what the heck?
1: Well, do they have nests in the trees? Or do they just know there's little children and little children are messy so there's going to be
2: food on the ground so we it's a huge area. It's like, we're right by a hospital. So they're around the hospital. They're by, and we're, the hospital's right next to the elementary school. I don't work at the elementary school. I work across from the elementary school. And there's a bunch of houses and a bunch of kids and they just, you asked, are they in the trees? They're in the trees. They're on the roofs. They're in, on the ground. They're on the, The wires of the holes. A
1: flock of crows is called a murder. It it is. I know. I forgot about that tidbit of information.
0: I love crows
1: so much. And murder of crows.
2: I'm trying to befriend a murder of crows and I love it so much. Oh, (laughs) I love crows. I love Uh Corbin.
0: Well, I want to thank you for joining us on this personality podcast with my daughter and I. Please note that this is not even a mom and pop shop. This is a mama shop. I do all of the edits on my own. It takes me time and I know they're not perfect. I'm learning as I go. Please excuse the quality of the mic. I noticed that as I was editing it was kind of hard to um, hear us but I hope that you enjoyed the podcast. We are doing some retouches and some revamping, so there's going to be some changes coming. If you enjoyed the podcast, please, on whatever platform you listen to us on, please rate and comment so that I can continue to do this right now. If you don't mind, please rate us and let us know how we're doing. Leave us a comment. I'd love to get some more followers so I can continue to do this. I also have a story from a listener. She let me know today that she has an ex-boyfriend who happened to lose a bet. It was some fantasy uh, football bet. And as punishment, This man had to walk around in a Playboy Bunny outfit, ears, pink silk, Playboy Bunny, uh, thigh-high stockings with uh, very high-heeled shoes. She sent me pictures and it is actually very hysterical. She said that I could go ahead and use them, and I think I'm going to, because they are absolutely hysterical. And you know, te- it, it, it te- no, let's see. what am I saying? It teaches you don't cheat, because pretty sure the person you cheated on is going to have stuff to use against you. Okay, everybody. I will post some of these hot pictures when I post the uh, podcast. So look for them on the Instagram and on Facebook. It is Spice It Up Podcast, and you can email us stories at podcast at gmail or just through Instagram or Facebook. You have a great evening, and the next podcast will be up as soon as I get it edited. Thanks, everybody. Bye bye.
1: What'd you do? That's Lab. I want to have to watch it. Watch what? Media Lab. Okay, well, you gotta wait. What? How long is it?
2: Ten minutes. Yeah, you gotta wait, because I'm gonna have to leave here soon, anyways, yeah. and we have to talk. So, just the, the wait. podcast.
1: I have interrupted interrupt your podcast. Yes,
2: you did, suction board. Not even with a important no- notice. When people are like, we interrupt this view with an important.
1: Oh, yeah, you should totally flip that over. So you guys know that I'm doing a podcast. How come you never done that? (laughs) Tshush. Okay. Love ya. Bye. Bye.